Hello everyone. Thank you for joining us on Agriculture Today's very first episode. My name is Jesse Smith and today we will be discussing labor shortage in the United States, the history and progression of this, and just kind of what that looks like in today's world. So basically what we wanted to do with this episode was emphasize the need to get young people to choose agriculture either as a degree or profession given this current trend of job shortages in the United States. But before we start, we are going to open up with a brief introduction of our hosts. Like I said, my name is Jesse Smith and I will be the first host of this episode. I'm a junior studying animal science at Oklahoma State University. I grew up in the Central Valley of California and my family moved to California when I was very young where my dad was hired by Harris Ranch Beef, and this is a company for which he is now the Vice President of Technical Sales and Supply Chain Management. So pretty much throughout my time spent in my dad's office with him, with his coworkers, and at beef conferences across the US, I was heavily exposed to the beef industry and really grew a passion for advocating for the beef industry at a very young age. As far as future career plans, I hope to land some kind of a job in pharmaceutical sales post-graduation. So with that, I am going to let our next host, Drew, introduce herself and tell you guys a little bit more about her. Thank you, Micah. Hello, everyone. It's Jesse Smith again. And I wanted to dive into this demand in ag labor and just kind of provide an overview of the issue at hand and address the history and events leading up to this. So just to preface this, as I mentioned earlier, being heavily involved in the ag industry as well as being an animal science major at OSU, I have definitely seen firsthand the need for others to join the agricultural workforce as there's a huge and growing need for this line of work in our world today. But the main points I wanted to address in this segment are how significant the numbers of those involved in production agriculture have dropped just within the last 100 years, how the 2050 challenge plays into this. And finally, I want to highlight the need for change in generational differences when it comes to the range of ages involved in production agriculture. So I'm sure most of you are familiar with this statistic. But according to The Atlantic, in the early 1900s, roughly 40% of the U.S. population was involved in production agriculture. Today, fewer than 2% of the population is involved in producing food and fiber. Now, this is a huge red flag as far as labor and the ag industry is concerned. The number of those involved in agriculture are dwindling, and all the while the need for workforce in agriculture is growing exponentially. And along with this increasing need of work and labor in agriculture, the world population continues to grow at a rapid rate, which brings us to the 2050 challenge. Again, I'm sure you guys have heard this a million times over in your ag classes, but the world's population is expected to reach 9.1 billion people by the year 2050, according to Thrive Magazine. Now, this is a number I have a hard time even wrapping my head around. I mean, that's in insane number of people, but it's an even crazier number when you put it in terms of just how much food one person needs in one day. So I just think this sheds light on the importance of careers in the ag industry 
and the impact they have on our livelihood. So it's clear that there is an even greater need as the world population increases to feed these people. And just to reiterate, to really drive this point home, as the world population continues to grow, the proportion of people in agriculture continues to fall. We need more individuals involved in production agriculture in this way. We need to be able to feed the world and we need people willing to make it happen. So this is why it's so important to get younger generations just excited about the field of agriculture and encourage them to get involved in this line of work. And like I said earlier, this is what I really want to stress and this is what I want to be the big takeaway of this segment. Now, before I get into this, I'm going to start off with a few statistics. So according to Beef Magazine, there were 3.4 million producers on 2 million farms and ranches in 2017. Of those 3.4 million producers, 33.94% were 65 years or older, and 1.65 were at least 75 years old. The magazine continues by noting that the hired labor force in agriculture is also aging. According to the USDA Economic Research Service, the average age of hired farm laborers rose from 35.8 years in 2006 to 38.8 years in 2017. And this is all being driven by aging foreign-born farm laborers. Now, on the other hand, just 8.39% of producers were 34 years old or younger. So clearly there is a huge generational difference in those involved in production agriculture. The magazine also emphasizes that production from some of the oldest producers will definitely transition to the next generation. But evolution to this point has been for more people to leave production agriculture rather than remain a part of it. There's our problem. And I'm going to explain this in simple terms so I can put this data into perspective. So the people that grew up in an agricultural home where mom and dad were working on a farm or ranch, generally speaking, they look at that and they go, I don't want to do that. You know, mom and dad busted their butts and for what? For little return. So those people that are familiar with agriculture are increasingly moving away from it because they decided they don't want that lifestyle. They want to have more of a disposable income and they want to try different things and different careers. I think it's safe to say that millennials want this quality of life and balance with work. And like I said, more and more people who grew up in ag, they say, I don't want to work that hard. So I'm going to be a doctor or accountant or dentist. And I think this has put more pressure on non-traditional students who did not grow up with agriculture being in their background. So now the need is to find these people to entice people who have very little understanding of agriculture, and maybe that's from the inner cities. But I think it's more important now more than ever to get these people that did not grow up in agriculture to just get them excited about it and work in the field. And we need to do a better job of enticing non-traditionally agricultural students to actually get excited about that field of work and want to make a living in the area of producing food and fiber for the world. And if we can get more young people to choose agriculture as a degree or profession, given this current trend of job shortages in the United States, 
I think this would greatly help the issue of demand in ag labor that we face today. So we covered how significant the numbers of those involved in production agriculture have dropped within the last 100 years, how the 2050 challenge plays into this, and we address the need for change in generational differences when it comes to the range of ages involved in production agriculture. I hope you all learned a little more about labor shortage in the U.S. and the many factors that play into this. But I just wanted to thank you all for tuning in and listening to my segment of the podcast today. So I'm going to go ahead and let Drew take it over and talk to you guys a little bit about labor shortage in the ag education industry and how these ag teachers can help make a change. <laughs>